0: all right so apparently we are now recording are you ready i am all right on three two one what the fuck is up everybody welcome to the great girth podcast one half of your favorite fat duo here here with my other half mr austin rawson austin buddy it's been an eventful couple days for me how are you good been busy been been the real kickoff of
1: campaign season um, one of the guys that, um, uh, I and my buddies helped recruit and train one is congressional primary. So he's been running for Congress. So been answering lots of questions from him and
0: right, right. So damn, you've been busy as
1: fuck. Yep. And, uh, the next couple of weeks are going to be insane for the trucks. Cause we're in Arapahoe County fair. We're in Will County fair and we're in Adams County fair and taste of Colorado and, the Cherry Creek Arts Festival, all in like three weeks.
0: Shit, so yeah, you're going to be all over. That sounds like a, a crazy fucking schedule. That's not going to be insane. I mean, yeah, I know, it's going to definitely be insane, but that's that's pretty cool. I mean, shit, as long as, as long as you're having a blast. I mean, work is work, but still, you know what I mean? Keeping yourself busy and keeping yourself occupied. I, uh, I fucking... I took, This is what my schedule looks like. Motherfucker, that thing was like <laughs> blocked out. He's like gone, 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 home, gone, gone,
1: gone.
0: <laughs> um, I can, I've had a busy, like a weird, weird couple of weeks actually. It's just been kind of odd, but I took Wednesday off because I was going, or not Wednesday, um, I took Thursday off because I was going to the stadium tour concert over at Coors Field to see Def Leppard and Motley Crue, Poison, Joan Jett and all this shit. And I took it off because they kept changing the time. So this is a tour that's been like postponed for like the last three years. And so they finally announced when it was going to happen. Doors were supposed to be like at six and they changed it to five and then four and then come to find out it's three. So I knew I wasn't going to get off work at time, you know, at a decent time. It just wasn't going to work at that time. So I was like, "Fuck it, I'll take it off." But I'm also going to take Friday off because my plan was to get like annihilated. I was going to get super drunk. I ended up having one beer because I couldn't justify spending more than ten fifty. You know what I mean? Like right. ten fifty for a sixteen ounce yeah. can of beer. I had the one, and I was like, "Yeah, I don't. I'm not. I'm not drinking. I'll, I'll be fine." <laughs> Yeah. And like me and my brother were just like, we're not spending money like that. That's retarded. Like I bought him a bunch of water because I told him, I was like, hey, since you decided to come with me and he was going to see Motley Crue, to be fair, I was too. But like, I love Poison. I love Def Leppard. So I was there for all of it. But this kid had to sit through like hours worth just to see Motley Crue. And I was like, you know what? I'll buy his drinks and shit since he came and doesn't know any of the bands or anything like that. So like i said doors were at three we didn't actually get there till like three forty-five, and then we had to go find our seat which was way the fuck up in the clouds like we were probably like maybe 20 rows away from the very last fucking row so it, you know there were decent seats but yeah we were in the air dude and it was shoulder to shoulder the entire time going in sitting down it was bad dude And me and my brother are two big dudes so we're spilling on each other it was it was so packed, and then you know, like at four o'clock, some local band was on that I've never heard of in my life. Four thirty rolls around, Joan Jet comes on. She's on till like five thirty. Thirty minute interval. Six o'clock, Poison comes on. They're done at uh, seven. So then there's that thirty minute interval again. Seven thirty is Def Leppard. Def Leppard ends at like. I want to say like nine. Yeah. They were on for like a good hour and a half. They ended that yeah at nine. Then at nine 30 was Motley Crue until I believe it was going to be like 11 or 1130. We didn't stay the whole time. Cause we were already there all fucking day. I didn't know it was going to be that long. So we left after like hearing the couple of songs that we wanted to for Motley Crue. I was like, I just wanted to hear those three songs, bro. I love everything they do, but those are the three songs I had to experience. Can we leave early? And he was like, yeah, dude, because there's got to be like I don't, there had to have been over like 70,000 people, if not more, because the reason they did it at Coors Field, I found out, is when they put chairs down in the field and they open the field up for occupancy, it can hold more than Mile High Stadium. So I was like, OK, that makes sense. We're at about 70,000 or more, but I'm looking at it and I'm getting nervous, like I'm really getting uncomfortable with how many people are there. And all I can think is, dude. Getting out of this is going to be a fucking nightmare. <laughs> We're going to be here for another hour. So I told him, like, let's, like, try to cut out early. So, yeah, about 30 minutes into Motley Crew, I was like, you ready? And we fucking booked. We made it safely because, dude, I knew it was going to be a nightmare. And we walked a couple blocks away. Like, we went to where I worked because I was like, it's far enough that if we have to catch an Uber, it won't be too expensive. And it's also not near the building. Because when I got there, I had to get out two blocks away from there to walk to Coors Field. It was fucking crazy packed. But I will say this. I love all types of music. Punk rock is where my heart is. Blink 182 is my all-time favorite down hands down band, hands down, without a doubt. You know, this was like by far the greatest concert I've ever been to, man. This is the most fun I ever had. Sober, also, by the way. I wasn't all like messed up, but it was the most fun I ever had. It was probably the most I've ever laughed. And the most I've ever like actually loved other people around me, everybody there was happy. There was no division. There was no fighting. There was no arguing. Everybody was having a great fucking time. I was talking to people and hugging people I didn't even know. And everybody was singing. And every time a song came on that I knew and that other people knew, man, that fucking stadium went wild. It was crazy. I, I was so happy I did it. It was worth the way it was worth the fucking, I didn't even tell you how much they were, but. Luckily, I didn't buy the tickets. Let me just say it was a little over a 1000 So it was was worth it, though. I was like, fuck, man, that was awesome. If I could do it again, I totally would. Only one bad thing happened while I was there. I wanted to go buy a stadium t-shirt, you know, like a tour shirt. They were like $50. I was like, you know what? Fuck that. I'll just go on eBay and get it later. Because people go and hound them and sell them. But I found keychains and towels and flags, shit I would never use. And I was like, you know what? My keychain is a Patriots one from like seven years ago and it's broken. It's time for a new one. So $15 for a keychain, I'll live. It was better than $50 for a shirt. I was like, yeah, I'm gonna get one of the keychains. I grabbed a keychain. My brother grabs a keychain. Halfway through the concert, I realized I grabbed the wrong fucking keychain, dude. He's got one that says Motley Crue. I've got one that says Def Leppard. That isn't the one that I wanted, dude. I'm so fucking mad. I was like, God damn it, dude. <laughs> like, don't get me wrong. I like Def Leppard, but that wasn't what I wanted. So <laughs> that kind of sucks,
1: but yeah. Um, this shirt right here, I paid 45 bucks for.
0: Ooh, hell yeah.
1: at a Rand at a Randall King concert. So,
0: well, dude, it's worth it. Like I was like, you know, I'm not spending 50 and they didn't have my size, but I already knew like most people that you can buy them online. It's just the issue is, is some people will try to, you know, gouge you for more. Luckily, I got, um, I found, I didn't buy it yet, but I found one. I'm going to buy it. My wife just doesn't know it yet. Uh, it's like 30 bucks after shipping and handling and it. It's my size. It's the exact same one. So I'm like, okay, that, that's that's cool. But I got to have it, man. It's that experience. It's not only to say that you went there, but it's like owning a piece of it. It's like a memento in a sense. You're like, oh, I remember this. What a great time it was. I took pictures. I took videos fuck man i've never seen the concert so crazy like motley Crue when they came on dude it was just insane there was nothing like i'd ever seen before but yeah I, I fucking i had a good time man i wish i could do something like that again but it was expensive that was pricey i didn't buy beer but i spent like um about seven bucks on like coats and shit like that like individually and then 10 bucks on nachos i probably spent like 70 dollars there easily so I guess I could have bought a shirt, but I was too busy eating and drinking sugar and shit. And
1: I love to go to shows at Red Rocks because because I don't drink, I just say I'm the designated driver and I get a free Coke.
0: Yeah. That's a and, that's um, a good deal. Like um, my brother, I I bought his drinks in return. He helped me uh navigate because we took John. You know who I'm talking about. Carrot top. Yeah, 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 yeah.
1: Well, I was trying to imagine him like the stage is right here and he's like, I love this band. Dude.
0: <laughs> so I, I'll tell this story. I don't think it'll offend anybody. Um, I didn't take him. He took me. That's the correct way to say it. So Chanel had told him like, you know, Tony's bummed out because he really wanted to go to this concert. And, you know, I, I found out how much the shit was. And I was like, dude, there's just no way. Like, I can't afford that. I mean, one ticket individually was easily like $400 just for decent seats and i was like no there's just no way so when john had found out about who was playing he was like oh my god i love poison i love def leopard asked tony to see how much they are and i told him i was like dude for three tickets like a thousand bucks and he was like just buy them," and i was like what and he's like i'll send you the money buy him i was like fuck yeah all right hell yeah i'm not gonna argue <laughs> yeah and then i i know i realized that chanel doesn't like that shit and i was like well I could maybe talk her out of it but then who would I take and then I was like hey do you really want to go and she's like uh do you want me to go and I told her well of course I want you to go but I don't want you to sit through something that you're not gonna like I'd Especially rather give
1: when the tickets are four hundred
0: dollars each right I'd rather <laughs> give the ticket to someone that wants to go and she was like fucking fine by me figure that out <laughs> yeah because she do she hates the music that I listen to but I was like my brother Dylan loves Motley Cruz. So I'll ask him and I was like, hey, would you like to go? I wanted to make this like a birthday present for you. And he was like, fuck yeah, I'll go. So that being said, Chanel wasn't there. So it was just me and Dylan. And I was like, hey, you got to help me with John because he can't really see very well. And we're going to have to walk steps and shit. So I told him, like, you need to help me kind of navigate for him and be his eyes. And in return, you know, I'll buy you drinks and shit like that. Just help me out with him because I get uncomfortable leaving him alone in big crowds like there was there. I was like, shit, dude, this guy's going to get lost. <laughs> luckily, <laughs> I played to my wife. Why her? Well, no, like, basically Our stepdad is <laughs> walked off, walked well, off the top level at Coors Field. Well, you want to hear something funny when I told him where the seats were because he was like, are they good seats? And I was like, no, dude, they're terrible. Like these are fucking awful seats. And he was like, that's okay. I can't even see anyway. I just want to hear it. <laughs> and so that's how it went he sat there the whole time and he was quiet mostly he didn't get up and rage like the rest of us but i noticed he was singing and shit like he was really enjoying himself so i was like all right as long as he's happy because this initially yep. was for him so you know i had a good fucking time though man i would oh if i could do it again i would but it's um, like this
1: it's like this thing with um george Strait is doing a farewell concert his final concert in las vegas in december and i was like I have to go. I. Had to, this is my last chance to see George Strait in concert. To see him in, in person. This is the greatest country music artist of all time. I got to go do it. And that's the blagio and, and in Las Vegas. And I do the math. I'm like, it's going to be like $800 for one person. God damn. To go to get a ticket that's like a good enough ticket that's worth going and seeing plus an airplane, plus I'll need a um, hotel for the night, and yeah, then I have to dude. fly back. So That's some
0: traveling, yeah. It
1: adds up. My boss comes to me and goes, hey, Austin, you like George Strait, right? And I was like, yeah. And he goes, well, I go to the Blagio so much that they are sending me a bunch of discounted tickets, and they said that they can give me, like, like mid-level George Strait tickets, for like 200 bucks. Should I do it? Right, right. I was like, "Yes, and I'll buy them from you for $200. And my boss's <laughs> wife goes, "No, George Strait's play, we'll just go. You, me, and Nico, we'll just go. We'll pay for the tickets." Right, right. I was like, "Done." Deal. I'm gonna cry. I'm gonna cry like a little baby when I get there and see George Strait come on stage this warning You guys, I'm gonna cry like a little <laughs> baby,
0: dude. I, that was me when um. So like, my brother didn't know Poison. Like, he knew some of their songs because he had played. He this is what he said to me i played guitar hero so i know some of them
1: <laughs> <laughs> so <laughs> that is my entire knowledge of like 80s and 90s rock and rolls
0: right i so played I was like, okay. guitar hero yeah so he knew some of it but like when my songs would come on that i was just dying for dude i would hop out of my seat and i would fucking scream dude like i was going like this and shit dude i was just all over the place but me and him like we almost fell out of our chairs when motley crew came on because you know, Throughout the show, it was getting wilder and wilder. Def Leppard did pretty damn good. They had people on their feet, but when Motley Crue came on, dude, you could just hear people fucking screaming. It was so loud. It hurt my ear. I almost cried a minute, for a minute. I was like, dude, I never thought this would happen. It was literally a dream come true for me. This was, this was my goal in life, was to see Motley Crue and Poison. I was going to see it at the same time on the same day. I was like, dude, there's nothing that gets any better than this. So, like, it was, I knew I was going to shed a tear for a minute there, and I did. I was like, I'm so glad I did this. Granted, through the birth of his children, meeting his <laughs> wife. Well, did you see this. Chanel's, like, smart-ass comment on Facebook? I posted no, I a didn't. picture of, like, the stadium that was packed, and she goes, yeah, I saw that. All I could think of, they're killing that grass. it's <laughs> well, like, like, all those people there to see somebody have a heart attack. <laughs> Cause she kept joking, like, "How old are those motherfuckers? They're all like sixty. They're gonna die. <laughs> they're all on social security, dude. They're all well, like, uh, I can't remember his. I always forget his uh, name. But the lead singer of Poison was, he was hopping around. And he was everywhere. Like you could tell he was middle aged, but he looked good for his fucking age, dude. He was all beef and shit, like just, like that dude. And he was everywhere. But Def Leppard, they looked like my ballsack. They were pretty old, um." <laughs> motley crew didn't look too bad the drugs definitely fucked a lot of them up the lead singer vince he was really chubby since i last saw him in a music video so but his voice got better and they sang their new song in the dirt which was for their movie they did and i I didn't know that um mgk did a song with him. that was the one my brother told me he's like yeah mgk did a song with him called the dirt and i was like they made a movie called the dirt about motley crew and he's like yeah mgk is in it he plays tommy lee I was like, no fucking way, dude. And I had to rewatch, it, and I'm like, oh yeah, that is MGK, god damn it. I fucking hate that guy. But it's a good song, it's a good movie. I mean, I love all things Miley Crew. So I mean it was it was worth it, bro. It was god, the funniest thing that happened too was they're going through their little spiel about how far they've come and blah blah blah. At one point, it was he was I think it was Nikki, Nikki six, yeah. He's like wiping his face off with a rag during his speech. He's like, Yeah, and the and then he goes over to the fan he goes here you can have that compared to the one i gave to your mom back in 1987 (laughs) he's like probably true (laughs) and i was just dying i was like oh dude it's fucking awesome it was it was awesome though man i had a great time and my next uh my next venture is to get a house (laughs) just because that was expensive (laughs) to get a house. <laughs> but uh anyway, shit. Hey, look at the market's going to crash, so I was going to talk to you about that. Might you get think? chance.
1: Do you think it's going to? I mean, it's oh, getting yeah. pretty fucking scary. It's going to get rough. We're going into a recession. Correction. We're in a recession. So,
0: I was going to say, bro, like gas is expensive. We were doing Uber Eats today just to kind of make some extra money. We had like somewhat of a full tank and now we're barely at half and I was like, damn, We made a hundred bucks today. Sixty of that is definitely going to gas again. I'm so fucked up. Now imagine filling my tank up in the ambulance with diesel. My boss has to do the same thing for his truck because I was bitching about it one time, and he's like, "I don't want to hear it." I was like, "Yeah, I don't want to hear it." I was like, "What do you mean?" He's like, "Dude, I've been paying like 150 bucks for gas since fucking nom. I don't want to hear it." (laughs)
1: Yeah,
0: a week, and that's 150 a week yeah dude that's nuts because we do 60 every like two three days for some weird reason we blow through gas like fucking nobody's business well actually okay i take that back The summer hasn't been that bad when the kids go to school though i'm terrified yeah i do because we still haven't figured that out and i'm like we gotta move like soon because i don't want to take them out of their school they're doing so good but that's fucking far man every day luckily we don't have to do it in the morning but coming back that's gonna do a number on the gas, and with how prices are rising, it's out of control. We well, want the to. Good,
1: the good news is, by the time school starts, gas prices should be going down.
0: Well, did you hear that we're supposed to get a fucking something to do with taxes for the gasoline? Uh, what the fuck is it? Chanel was telling me about. it. She had heard it on the news, but I didn't really look into it. I guess no. The, they wanted to do a five hundred yeah, dollar yeah pay that's...
1: card to everybody, and that's it, not happening.
0: Well, I mean, it sounds kind of disastrous because we don't even have money to do anything right now.
1: And everybody's hearing about this
0: $1,600
1: stimulus coming. You only Mm. get it if you're on unemployment. That's bullshit. And you filed your taxes before of February. So it's like 12 people. That's
0: really fucked up. (laughs) Like, okay, Uh, the reason I get so mad about that, man, is because I saw how much people were making on unemployment. Granted, some people really didn't have a choice, dude. They lost everything. So I understand, but there were people that did it by choice and I get mad. This is, this is because when people
1: were on employment in 20, this is, if you're on unemployment in 2020, then you got your job back in 2021 in January, they weren't supposed to take out certain taxes out of your paycheck. Yeah but they took a bunch out they weren't supposed to so they practically just stole a bunch of money from people
0: well right and like you know now uh, they're just
1: paying it back from stealing it from them
0: well i think i had mentioned this before but my dad had done it and the reason i got so mad is because he told me how much he was making and here's the thing he did uber so it's not like he really lost a job but he was kind of frightened a little bit he was like fuck that i'm not going to risk my life and if i'm going to make more sitting at home i'm just gonna do that and that's what he did. He made more than me. I was like, dude, I don't get has pay or nothing. What the hell? But I can't bitch, dude, because I security is literally job security. We're a we're like supply and demand. There's always going to be a company that needs security. So I was kind of blessed in that sense. I didn't lose anything. I just kept going to fucking work like nothing changed. Some people, a lot of people, couldn't do that. One of my best friends, he lost a. He fucking lost his job, had to sell. So like he did his own business. He had to fucking sell everything just to make rent. All his equipment, everything. And there's Aubrey in the background just screaming at the top of her lungs. Change the channel, mom. Now <laughs> I need <Coke> melon <sighs> Dude, that's all she's been watching. It's killing me, man. Like, I want my kid to watch shit that's a little bit educational. Like those are, I guess, somewhat educational, but they're kind of dumb. You know what I mean? Like they teach kids to bully and shit. They're really weird. They and really-
1: that freaking one we
0: were watching was so racist. Oh, dude, the little black kid from with little baby bum where he's hanging out with all the monkeys in the tree. <laughs> I remember that. I thought I was the only one that picked up all that. I was like, maybe I'm the racist one, but why? Is I walked in, kid- and I was
1: like, wait, hold on. Why <laughs> yeah, is the dude- black kid living with the monkeys? <laughs> this is
0: messed up. <laughs> Who did this? Or they don't teach kids like proper mannerisms and like how to think before they act. For example, actually, you were there when this happened. They were talking about baking a cake. It's a song called "Let's Bake a Cake." The fucking dumb kid goes to reach for the oven without mittens, and you start to die. You are like, "Stupid, stupid idiot!" Tried to grab it without any mittens. <laughs> I was like, "That's what's bothering me right now." Like they don't address that. The mom gets in the way and just. Shows him a little bit how to do it correctly, but I was like, "This kid almost burned his fucking hands." We're not even addressing this shit. My kid would have went, "Oh, cool pizza!" Reached into the oven, fucking just threw it.
1: <laughs> she would have been the dude. I could see her right now. She's screaming that she's hurting, but she's also still trying to pick the pizza to put in her mouth. She'd be like, <laughs> oh,
0: no. That reminds me I found fucking pizza that was advertised for Stranger Things. It's the pizza that's in the show, Surfer Boy. Now let me just make this clear. I knew it wasn't going to be good. This was very much a marketing tactic. So obviously it's not going to be amazing. But I wanted it as a piece of like, you know, memorabilia. Like I kept the box. I was like, dude, one day, because this show is already considered a pop culture phenomenon by definition. 20 years from now, though, people are going to be like hounding and looking for those stranger things merchandise and shit like that maybe they won't be looking for an empty pizza box but it is going to be a part of something when they no longer make it so i was like yeah i'll keep it and i ate the pizza i shared it with olivia so it was like six seven dollars after taxes the best way to describe it it was a bigger totino's pizza that's like i've had red baron pizza that was better and tombstone you paid, paid twice the amount of money for yeah it too. Dude, i was kind of mad like today before we left we'll to go do some uber eats and shit like that just to make extra money olivia goes what do you guys bring back for dinner And i told her we'll probably bring like pizzas or something simple and she's like oh my god daddy can you get that stranger things pizza and i was like oh i'd rather no. bring you back like three tombstone pizzas for that price dude i <laughs> like it was cute and i was like i'm not doing that dude. that was a one-time thing it was okay i mean i had taken my um uh, my nine-night medicine or i'll just be an adult my weed and I was getting ready to pass out, but the pizza was done. So I'm like, you know, I'm going to go take a slice. Even as a person that was high, it wasn't good. Like, I could just, like, tell this was not a good pizza. But, you know, it was all in good fun. So, I mean, I enjoyed it. I love pizza, man. That's my thing. Like, I'll eat any kind of pizza, to be honest with you. I'll eat little yeah, it's pizza. The old,
1: <laughs> it's the old adage of pizza is like sex. Bad pizza is still pretty good.
0: Yeah, dude. Pizza's fucking... You could have, yeah, you could have really good pizza and bad pizza. You most likely are going to enjoy it. It's hard to not enjoy pizza. I've never actually met anyone that doesn't like pizza. Well, I don't know if I told you this. I do have a friend that's allergic to pizza because he's allergic to tomatoes and he can't have dairy. So like, no fucking cheese. Yeah, dude, he can't have any fucking pizza. And I was like, bro, you're missing out. He was like, I know, dude, one of these days I'm just going to risk it and go to the hospital. (laughs) I a guess I a slice. Yeah, he told me what happens is his throat will start to close and then he gets like welts all over his face. I was like, bro, it's, it does sound worth it at least once. You got to try a really good pizza if you're going to do it.
1: Yeah, but we're going to do it. We got to make sure we do um, like a,
0: a really good pizza. He can't waste that on a on a Postino's, Right, or a fucking Pizza Hut slice. <laughs> like, he's going to have like a really good, good pizza. He's chewing
1: on, he goes, guys, I'm pissed off. This doesn't taste as good as everybody said it was it's uh, your fault you went to old chicago retard you just see him going it's it's all right <laughs>
0: it starts turning colors
1: and he's shit. choking he's choking no i'm allergic
0: retard oh fuck man yeah i've, I've had a weird couple yeah a couple of days and concert and all but the cool thing is, is i had a basically i've had a four-day weekend which is gonna suck financially but fuck it it's two days I'm a little mad that I took that secondary that second day off because of the fact that I thought I was gonna be drinking, which is irresponsible anyway. But I was like, dude, it's a lifetime experience. I don't drink that much anymore. I hardly drink at all, man. I have like a beer here and there. But I know I can't fully handle it, so I try not to push it. Well, this was the one time where I was like, No, I'm for real gonna do it. And then I was like, Nope, not doing it. I kind of was I don't need to
1: declare bankruptcy because I freaking
0: yeah, I want to get irresponsibly intoxicated and shit. Like, that's a dumb reason. I'd rather drink the soda that was there. It wasn't bad, you know what I mean? It was, it was alright. At least a free day, right? Like, today, well, it's about to be Sunday, but today was Saturday, and I was like, damn, it feels like Sunday. Because I've been off for so long, it was just weird. Fuck, man. Um, I don't know if I had told you. I think I did on the last episode. I had watched that movie, The Black Phone. Have you seen it yet? No, not yet. Mm-hmm. I
1: haven't watched any of the movies I want to watch. Thor is out. I haven't watched it. Elvis, it. I haven't been able to watch. It's been
0: horrendous. So I want to see Elvis like bad. I think you can watch it on digital release now. I'm not sure. Thor, I don't know if you can yet. I've but heard Thor nothing.
1: Was last weekend.
0: Well, here's what's scaring me. I I do want to watch Thor because of Christian Bell, but all my friends that are like Marvel fanatics have all said it's trash, and I'm like, well. If they don't like it, I, mean, I don't know. I might give it a shot. But I think I'm going to do it when it's like I think I'm going to wait dude till it goes to like fucking Netflix or something or Disney Plus. It won't be too long. A Couple months. I'll wait. But I wanted to see Christian Bell cuz I had, you know, party he was going to be the villain. And to me that's cool. Do Christian Bell plays a fucking good ass villain. So I wanted I to see it. The
1: idea IMDb and it's rated rated 6.8 out of 10
0: well that's not too bad six is like to me a six is basically like oh it's decent it's not bad but it's not great either
1: my thing is natalie portman's in it so it's probably gonna have a lot of moments that suck
0: well yeah she's supposed to be what is it mighty thor or some shit like that or i don't know what the fuck they call it but yeah i wanted to see it and then i wanted to see jurassic world dominion and turns out that's ass too no i've heard that's so bad Right, which sucks dude, because they got everybody back. Sam Neil, Laura Dern, fucking my homie Malcolm. <laughs> it's got everybody in it. And I was like, damn, I heard it's fucking terrible.
1: I my thing with Love and Thunder is I would have watched it just because Korg's in it. That Korg's like my maybe my favorite star War, or my favorite Marvel character because he's so freaking funny.
0: Well, I'm slowly getting back into comics again. Well, reading, I'm not really watching movies, just because um I had mentioned this before, but I've been watching The Boys. I'm finally on season three, and God, it's a good show. But um, I wanted to read the comics. <clears throat> so I went on Amazon to see how much it would cost me to get, like, the graphic novel or whatever. Well, if you had a membership to Comicsology, which I believe I had mentioned to you years ago what it was, I could read it free. And I was like, oh, yeah, I remember that shit. I used to use it, but I wasn't using it enough to justify spending 15 bucks on it a month. Right. Well, it's 6 bucks a month now. And I was like, oh, that ain't too bad. I'll give it a shot. And I got a three-month free trial, so I was like, yeah, I'll fucking try it. So I've been using it. And I've been I've read like today, I've read 15 single comics. And then I'm on The Boys, uh, the first graphic novel. I'm reading a no- graphic novel from Spawn and all this shit, but I liked it because I was like, yeah, you know, I used to use this a lot. It was just so expensive at the time. And what used to piss me off is It's basically like Netflix, not everything is on there. So if you find something that you want and it's not on there, you can still buy it, but you can't read it with your subscription. So you have to pay for it full price. Right. Or, you know, say you're reading a series and the first two are free with your subscription, the rest you have to pay for. And I'm like, yeah, that's bullshit. It's pretty cool though. I mean, I like (laughs) I like physical copies, you know what I mean? Like I actually like owning books and stuff like that that's why it's weird for me to read stuff but i have a kindle and with that you know i can easily read as many books as i want which is convenient you know it's a kindle right now on amazon runs anywhere between like 60 to 200 bucks but if it's an amazon product which it is they do payment plans you can do like 10 bucks a month for five months or whatever right but i mean it's not that hard to get your hands on one and then i have one of those fire tablets the newest one the hd10 or whatever. With that, because it's so massive, I can read comics on it, too. So, I mean, I'm slowly getting back into them. But, you know, I've told you in the past, I'm more into, like, the darker, violent stuff. And that's what The Boys is. It's extremely violent. It's actually... um, I like it because people are complaining about it right now because they say it got too political. Well, first off, do you know what The Boys is about? Have you heard anything about it? Yeah. Okay, yeah. So, basically in nature it is political and people are suddenly surprised by that because of the last season where one of the main characters is a secret racist and her slogan is make america safe again and it drove a wedge between a lot of the fan base and i was talking to somebody about that and he's like you know i stopped watching it because it got political and it's like it's always like you can't be a man you can't be a republican and blah 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 and i was like dude I think you're reading into it too much because what I'm getting out of it is it's a satire. It does so well at showing the the media's obsession with right-wingers being homophobic and blah, blah, blah. Like it really goes into the media's obsession with trends. That's what the show is all about. It's about racist liberals, racist right-wingers, undercover Nazis, toxic masculinity, like, it goes into how obsessed we are as a culture into it. It shows you like kind of how funny it is when people clash like that. And that's what the show is really about. So, I, I mean, I, I've highly it, dude. I fucking love it. Uh, it's got Carl Urban in it. That's a, I remember him mostly from Dread. He played Judge Dread and then he's been in Star Trek. He's been in Lord of the Rings. He's been in a bunch of shit. It's got, um I always forget his name, but it's got Dennis Quaid's kid in it too he's pretty fucking good. It's got a bunch of people. It's got like, you know, little cameo appearances by people and shit. Uh, I always forget his fucking name, but Haley, um, the dude from fucking Sixth Sense, all grown up now. Haley something. He's in it too for a little bit, but I recommend checking it out. It's kind of what got me going. Yeah, I'd like to read comics again. So I started, you know, looking into that. And right now, I'm thinking about buying the whole Sin City collection. I used to own that shit, but it took me years to get all of it because those graphic novels are like twenty, thirty bucks a piece. Right. That's the price you pay though for having a hobby like that. Just like movies do. Movies are fucking expensive. I've been buying. Well, that's how I got the black phone is I found out it was it was 24 to own it, but it was 20 to rent it at that point, I was like, I'm just going to fucking own the thing. If I hate it, I can at least watch it and laugh at it with my friends. But, you know, I bought it and I loved it. That's just me, though, dude. If it's going to be the same price as it is to rent it or a couple bucks more, you might as well just fucking buy it. There's no point, you know, because if you rent it and you love it, well, now you have to fucking buy it. Right. So you, I mean, it doesn't hurt to own something that you hate, because then you can just be like, you guys gotta see this dumb movie. I'll give you my password and everything. But like, um, I haven't been keeping up with politics, really. I've been kind of distancing myself, but I did hear about Biden. About having a, the vid. And then I heard something about him having cancer. Is that true? No,
1: so this is so dumb. He didn't have cancer, he just said he did. <laughs> Fuck. He's like I was when I when I was younger, we used to drive through the through the things in Delaware and <clears throat> we'd have to used to have to drive and wash the oil off the windshield of the car, and it was so bad that it gave me and a bunch of people their cancer.
0: Wow, oh, yeah, so he's just Talking My house is like that. no,
1: no, no. Pre- the president does not have cancer, for the love of God. So I saw this such a funny video. He, uh, it con- it's it's some lady dressed up like Kamala Harris, and she's sitting watching television. And he goes, "It gave me and uh, it gave a bunch of people and me cancer," and she goes. Starts lashes, yay, and she starts grabbing all her books and everything. She goes, I'm ready, Joe. And then the screen comes up and it's the White House going, No, the president does not have cancer. She goes, Aw, and puts the books down, sits down. <laughs> and goes, and then it goes, breaking news, the president has COVID-19. She goes, oh, Yay, and picks the books back up
0: and skips out of the room. Jesus, man. Yeah, I had people were talking about it. And I was like, wait, what? Already? Like. Can't be that old. I mean, isn't Trump older than him? No, he's 80 years old. Fuck, dude, it's time to retire. Trump I mean, is like 76. Biden's 80. And what's going on with Camel uh, to Harris? I heard a rumor that she's stepping down or whatever. Nope, she's still in. God, I bet
1: you, damn. I bet you they, the Democrat Party wishes she'd step down, but.
0: Oh, yeah, they fucking hate her guts, dude. She ain't getting reelected ever, which i'm fine with because i think that you know as we've discussed numerous times on the show that people are kind of starting to see that it wasn't what they thought it was going to be even those that knew it wasn't going to be what they <laughs> it just changed gas it's that, is expensive it's Thing
1: i would do anything for two dollars and 99 cent
0: gas and some mean tweets right now that's serious dude like a lot of people didn't like that trump was like that and i understand their concern especially because the tr- the fact of the matter is when you're the leader of our nation you're supposed to be professional he wasn't professional at all i tend to like it though because i was like yeah it's kind of like a ha 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 jabbing at the other side but at this point if it were me and i was on the other side i be like damn i really should have just learned to suck it up because now it sucks <laughs> like You know how many people are just like, I don't want to admit it, but I was fucking wrong. (laughs) (laughs) This is, no, this is, I saw a meme and it's like, this is literally the saddest I told you so in history. (laughs) It really is. It sucks ass. We're all paying for it. Those people are like, why is everything so expensive? We tried to warn you. Yeah, Like, what do you think happens when your utopian vision gets put into effect? Like, here's the thing that I've noticed a lot of Democrats don't understand. Money doesn't grow on trees. We can't just make it like it loses value and they just don't get that. You know what I mean? So it's kind of hard to argue those things with people that think that um you can distribute wealth and shit like that. I'm like, yeah, it doesn't work that way, bro. If you distribute wealth, you don't have any more Walmarts. So good luck. Yes. Yeah, it's, it's been absolutely ridiculous. Well, I really wish you know. I've said this a million times, too. You already know, but I really wish we'd get rid of this two-party system thing and kind of restart. We need new parties. Like, let's just make it, let's make up some new shit, like the Republican X Party or some shit like that. Like just kind of the same thing, but just whole new parties, like being called the Gen, the Gen X Republicans. Fuck the boomers. Like, no boomers allowed. Fuck them.
1: No boomers allowed.
0: I don't know, man. It's just politics are like you can't be middle i mean i guess right now i'm kind of republican i'm fully conservative but most conservatives are Republicans. so i mean I get where people are like oh you're republican bro i'd say i am i mean i've got a lot of republican values views you know i don't really have any democrat shit in me <laughs> i'm more so that i do support gay marriage i have no problem with it I just don't have a problem with saying it doesn't do anything for our society. I've got no problem saying that it's not for me, that it's not normal to me, but if people want to do it, that's fine with me. I just don't want to pay for it. That's my rule for everything. If you want to do something that makes you happy and it doesn't affect us as a society, that's fine. So long as I just don't have to pay for it. And again, it doesn't affect us as a whole society. Like the whole topic of gay marriage is like well it doesn't do anything for us meaning that you know we can't we, then we can't make more babies obviously right you know? and the fact of the matter is um, a lot of kids do better in life when they're in a home with a mother and a father not same sex now it's not 100 percent because there are some gay parents that have raised great kids but statistically speaking Um, you need a mother and a father to have a decent outcome. So I have no problem saying that it's doesn't do anything for us, but it doesn't necessarily affect us either because there's tons of fucking kids that nobody will adopt. And like I said, if I don't have to pay for it with my tax dollars, I'm good. But I do get sick of the whole separation of church. Like, or you, you know what I'm getting at the separation of church and state or whatever, like, right. I firmly believe that the church does not have to marry you. If they say no, then you go to the state, go to the courthouse. It's that simple. But the problem is, is yeah, we're trying to, um, these, you know, this day and age, we're really trying to separate religion from our, uh, our country, even though that was one thing our, our country was founded on. And why do you think it says in God, we trust and things like that. But you know, those are, Those are things that are kind of becoming uh, not just a dying art, but more of a a desperate knowledge, if you will, because uh, younger people, I should say younger people, they don't actually know that. These are really young kids, 19, 20 year olds that are arguing about separation and all that and how religion has nothing to do with our country and yada, yada, yada. Well, they're right to some degree, but what they don't understand is, is that is... Look at the dollar bill and God we trust. Like that's part of our country. That's where we came from. They don't know that though, because the schools don't teach that anymore. The schools are busy teaching things such as, you know, the critical race theory and so on and so forth. But yeah, they don't know a lot of that stuff. But I think that was kind of the goal. If you ask me, they won because we have successfully pushed religion out of schools. We've made it to where you can't talk about it, period, really at work. I mean, they they say you can because the idea is you're allowed to say anything, that there is freedom of speech, but you don't have freedom of consequences, consequences, which to me is another way of saying, tell me you're brainwashed without telling me you're brainwashed. There should not be consequences for what you say. Maybe in a workplace, yes, for sure. I understand that a company can do that. I don't believe that you should be held accountable for speaking freely, though. I really don't. I don't believe there's such thing as hate speech. I don't believe in any of that shit. But maybe that's just me.
1: No, um, hate speech doesn't exist. Right. I mean, it's all protected by the First Amendment. Anybody doesn't agree? He's a whiny baby who tries to conflate actual violence with conflate actual violence with words and those people are idiots.
0: Oh, 100% agree. And you know, it, it's weird because I try so hard to give people to disagree with me the benefit of the doubt. I try so hard to see eye to eye with people that don't see eye to eye with me because I genuinely do care about what people think. But I don't care when it gets to the point where they're just attacking me and making me out to look like I'm a Nazi or fascist or whatever, you know, like, that's where I give up. And it's such a strange world we live in because it really does freak me out for my kids because I have a feeling that you and I won't be here when things officially change to what they're looking for. Right. Eventually it's going to, we like to think that it could never happen to our country. I really think it can't. I think we're, and as I said in the last episode with Evan, I believe we're in the early stages of it, but we won't be here. And who knows, maybe our kids won't be here when it happens, but I, I, I genuinely think that it'll happen around the time that my kids are older adults. Maybe though. I don't know. Cause there's a lot of, it's weird because there's a lot of people fighting back, especially younger, you know, younger groups. That's why like young Americans and or the young American foundation and turning point and all these organizations are actually starting to be able to get younger audiences involved. And I think that's a good thing. A lot of people don't like it because well, it. It fights their narrative. But I think that's a good thing. I think it's I think it's okay to educate people, especially that are young and that are in fucking desperate need of it. Right. But it's also scary too because you know the other side's doing the exact same thing. And that's uh it's not fair to kids, man. I actually I genuinely feel bad for teenagers and young kids because they're living in a time right now that is unlike a time that you and I have lived in before. They're living in a time where they're being shaped they're as i always say they're the target audience they're the sheep they're the dog and the kennel they're being tamed and it sucks that's the shit i understand where kids are kind of like you know what dude i just want to die that's a sad thing to say and like you know i used to always be that guy it's like what do kids really know about hard work the truth is they don't know nothing they don't really know what true suffering is but you got to feel sorry for them in this day and age, because they're just under constant scrutiny from all fucking walks of life. I'm talking, they're being told that you can't be an alpha male because it's toxic. You are probably a woman because you think these thoughts, like these kids are just under attack. And I don't think that, you know, the comment saying the kids are all right. I don't think the kids are all right at all. I think we need to kind of focus on them more than anything, because they're the ones that are falling into this game of chess. They're the pawns. They're like, I always say the target audience and it's kind of fucking scary. It it really freaks me out, man, especially for my kids. I'm like, fuck man, these kids are going to have to deal with shit you and I dealt with, which is being a teenager, not knowing who you are, wanting to be popular, not wanting to get made fun of or get your ass whooped. Those are things that constantly bother you as a teenager. But look at what they have to deal with now on top of that. That's fucking scary. Yeah, definitely. Like, we were, we grew up
1: with the internet, with everything like that, but not to the level where, like something some kid says at 13 could go legitimately destroy his life when he's 42.
0: Yeah, man, that's the scary thing. I, I don't know if you remember this, but we did an episode months ago where I was talking about a documentary I saw where they're explaining the dangers of social media and stuff like that and how like you know a lot of the guys that were involved in creating it were like damn we didn't even think about the harm this could potentially do to people that was one of them is um everything everything you do online has a digital trail so you know as we're seeing now 10 years from now people that said something on twitter a long time ago are getting fired and all that well that's how these kids have to live now when you right. and I were young, what was the one thing our parents always told us when it came to phones? Don't sext, because it's illegal. Well, yes, technically it is, but look at it now. These kids can't even call their friends a certain name or whatever online because it's everywhere. You literally have a digital profile. And that's not me being a conspiracy theorist, that's a fact. There is a, you know, there's a file compiled of everything you do online. That you willingly do, by the way, actually, because everything has a, they all have something in common, which is you create like a, a cloud on it. You have a profile, you can manage your data. Facebook is really good at showing you this stuff. Instagram does it too, though. So yeah, now there's like a digital profile and it's all connected. So if someone looks at it and just see something simple such as, hey, take a dirt nap <laughs> that leads to other things. And then somehow some way those agencies get involved and they start uncovering everything a kid has done. well look at everything he's done on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram for years. Yeah, and then
1: yeah, it's unfortunate. It's it's stressing the kids like, hey, you need to be careful what you post on social media. But the thing is, is kids are stupid.
0: Oh yeah, highly, really, really dumb. So That's what scares me.
1: They don't they don't think about a lot of this stuff. And people who don't have that like oversight or that direction are going to have could legitimately ruin their lives for the rest of their lives. Just because when they're 14, they said something that they thought was funny because it made everybody go.
0: Oh. Right. That's a shitty way to live. That's kind of like being a that's like being a prisoner. You have to watch what you say because the guards are watching you. And that's not fair to a 14 or a 15 year old it's not right that you have to legitimately worry that what I do on Twitter today could keep me from getting a job 20 years from now. That's not normal. We didn't have those problems because we came from a time where they didn't recognize that yet. So, I mean, it could happen to us for sure, but I'm at the age where I don't give a fuck either. I'm like, whatever, dude. But these poor kids, it's like, they can't do anything. Cause when, when you and I were younger, we were always told that breaking the law would fuck up our lives, which is very true. And I don't know about you, man, but I did really stupid shit. I egged people's houses. I broke people's windows. I shattered windshields. Like I did stupid shit that I could have gotten arrested for. Thankfully, I didn't. And thankfully, those don't have a digital trail when you don't get caught, <laughs> you know? So like but what I'm saying is this digital trail that I keep mentioning is very similar to having a record when you get arrested. Right. Right. And that's fucking that's so terrifying, especially because, yeah, kids are really dumb. Like you could tell a kid all you want. Hey, don't be sending dick pics to that chick. He's probably not going to listen to you. He's going to be playing with his baby, Peter, and he's going to think, I bet you she wants to see this dick.
1: And he (laughs) sends it and
0: then he's fucked (laughs) or vice versa. She sends him a picture. Dad sees it, throws a fit. Boy thinks it's cool, sends it to all his friends. They send it online. everybody's now in trouble yeah dude like it's it's really weird i don't think it's normal at all we shouldn't live like that i really don't think that we should be able to use people's online history against them that's to me that's like some cowardice shit that's the ultimate fastest shit that's so creepy to me because it's one thing dude it's one thing to it's one thing to steal a car and get arrested for it it's another to tag your friend in a picture of you doing something fucked up to him while he's drunk and you're both underage it gets out there that you drew you drew a swastika on his forehead now you're a racist now he's a piece of shit for condoning it he didn't deny it he didn't denounce it you know like it's that's a weird world we're living in i always tell people read 1984 it'll fuck you up it's so similar to what's happening right now, especially with social media. And mind you, this was a book that was written what like in the fucking 40s or 50s or some shit. Back when they had telephones that you had to do this, click the right one, click like that guy was on some shit because he was like, I bet you in the future they're gonna follow you through a screen. <laughs> like he didn't know how correct he was, dude, because if you think about it, we got screens everywhere. And they're all watching us. I do believe that firmly. But I, I think that, um, I don't know. I don't know where I was going with that. I guess it's just fucking, it's, it's, it's scary that the, that kind of pressure is put on today's children. And as someone who's grumpy all the time and is always like, kids don't know what it's like to suffer. I think they do now. I don't think they're okay at all because of this shit. They have to live like prisoners in a prison yard. That's that's terrifying. But aside from uh, that emotional speech, I do have one thing to add to this. I had this idea I wanted to run by you. What if um I gotta figure out hold on, I gotta figure out how to word this without sounding really stupid. Fuck, that's gonna sound kind of fucked up. Okay. <clears throat> tell me I'm wrong, all right. I'll just I won't even tell you the idea. I'm just gonna tell you exactly how this came about so today i was talking to a family member and i was like you know what i can't wait to enroll my kids in karate and make them like really good dude like i'm talking mortal combat level so that way i can legally fuck them up <laughs> just because i'll whoop their ass and i'll be like hey you know how to fight no excuses your guard was down
1: <laughs> have you seen that 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 freaking have you seen that comedian who said I got a black belt in karate It was a giant waste because karate only works if the other person knows karate
0: <laughs> There's a comedian uh Anthony Jesselnick I have told you about him before but he was like my brother my little brother recently got his black belt in taekwondo and everyone's clapping and he's like thank you but it doesn't work because now I have to beat my brother with a pipe to still <laughs> <my> remain <roommate> dominant. <laughs> I butchered that joke, but it, it goes something along those lines. I mean, goes, wow, it doesn't work unless...
1: He said karate only works if the other person does karate because I was getting ready to fight this guy and I went like this and the dude like, punched me in the stomach. I was like, hey, you're supposed to do this first before <laughs> he punched me in his stomach.
0: Oh, fuck, dude. He goes, I
1: can't do this if you don't do this. <laughs> He's a kid all pissed off. I did
0: karate when I was a kid. Uh, I didn't last very long, though. I think I got like (sighs) the belt system was weird. So there was a white belt, a yellow belt, uh, yellow and white. And then there was the green belt, the green and white, the green and brown. It was a weird system. I got like maybe a green belt. And then I quit because I got tired of going. I wanted to sit on my ass at home and play video games. (laughs) So my brother excelled further than I did. But I actually kind of enjoyed it. Like, looking back on it, I was like, yeah, dude, I got to learn some pretty cool moves. I fucked a kid up in elementary school that kept picking on me. Like, he he went to lunch for me, and I ducked, dude, and I fucking did some like shoulder shit. Dude, I fucked him up. (laughs) If I fucked him up, I meant, like, I got four good licks in. But when you're, like, nine years old, dude, one punch is enough to be like, man, he beat my ass. Now everyone's going to laugh at me. And you go to school the next day, and they're like, bro, I heard you fucked Isaac up. I heard you gave him a shiner. I heard he had to go to the hospital. I heard his dad wants nothing to do with him. Like all these crazy theories, they're you know like rumors that get made up. Right. That's what was cool about karate, because <laughs> <laughs> they specifically told you when they trained you, don't use this anywhere. I used it on my brother immediately when we got home. Oh I was- yeah, you definitely get home. Be
1: like, let well, see this new trick I saw. I learned a karate.
0: Oh dude, it was even better because he knew the trick too, and I was like, let's see if we could. Let's see who can win this battle. And dude, it would get bad, like really gnarly. I'm talking, I'd lift his ass up and throw him into the sliding door closet. He'd fucking get upset, throw me against the dresser and shit. Like, God, those were good times, though, man. Kids don't do shit like that anymore. That's the thing. You can't really talk shit to your friend anymore unless it's behind a screen. When we were kids, we didn't have that until we were in like middle school or high school. And by then, you kind of knew that if you were going to talk shit behind a screen, you better be prepared to back it up the next day because you're going to get fucked up at school. Now they all stay behind screens so they don't have the chance to really beat the shit out of each other in public. Right? I used to do it all the time. I'm sure you did it with friends. You're just talking shit, you know, talking out your ass, and then at one point it gets heated, and then you guys start beating the shit out of each other, and that one friend has to go, okay, break it up. You guys are good. You're done. You're done. used to do that all the time, dude. I gave him a friend of bloody nose he gave me a black eye and it was all over me taking his candy. Well I oh, would beat someone but, up
1: someone stole my candy
0: too. Well it was good candy too dude it was like the it was the original um god damn it the original warheads, not the new ones that are like they have that coating that crap that makes it worse it was the original when you sucked on it, you could actually chew it like kind of like gum. that was one of the original fucking warheads. So that's a good kind. Of, you're sitting there, and you're like, oh god. Eventually, you break into it. It either has some jelly in the middle, or it's got some gum, and you can chew it up, and it's sour. I took this whole fucking bag from this kid. I was like, you know what, dude? You don't need all that candy, and I just fucking took it. He was pissed. I mean, if someone took my Airheads, which is not a good candy, but if they took my Airheads alone, I'll fuck them up, dude. <laughs> I'll beat the shit out of them. And that's exactly what happened. We got into a fight. And then it ended with him getting his candy back and me apologizing in shame.
1: (laughs) Well, um, in high school, we used to play Bodies. Did you ever do that in high school?
0: Oh, yeah, going to the bathroom, dude. Yeah, dude. Yeah. What a weird name, though, right? Bodies, like, that sounds sexual. Well, because you're only allowed to punch
1: the body. No headshots.
0: Yeah, no headshots. Um, Sometimes we made a rule you couldn't go below the belt. But then we were like, fuck it. Anything goes. And it would happen at last minute one friend of mine was genuinely running his mouth and i was like you know what bro been wanting to fight let's go in the bathroom we knew each other very well so it wasn't like i was ready to kill him but i was definitely ready to fuck him up i was like yeah i'm gonna beat the shit out of my friend we get in there we're sticking to the rules and then i fucking i need his knee with my knee like i fucked i rocked him and he was like oh motherfucker no blow the belt and i was like yeah whatever fuck you dude like I kicked his fucking like crotch really hard, but I missed. I got the side, like right on the thigh. And he was like, dude, fuck this street rolls, bitch. And he fucking got me in the nuts, dude. I cried. I I immediately lost. There was no coming back from it. Yeah, it was pretty embarrassing.
1: (laughs) I played, I played, I was actually um, participated in bodies four times. You know how big I was in high school. So I would just absorb everything. And I, I would just, i would do this Floyd Mayweather. I'd do this freaking George Foreman, like wound up and just boom. Boom.
0: Oh, yeah, sometimes and I would knock people.
1: Them. I knocked, we were going boom, right, right in their stomach. And I was beat everybody. And finally, they got the other biggest kid they had, the other biggest kid in school. And we went. And my very first punch, I wound up too hard and hit him like right on the bone oh fuck and i knocked both of his feet out from underneath him yeah and he so flew face that. down face down smacked the tile and broke his nose Ooh, bro that's rough. no one body played bodies with me the rest of the year they're like fuck that i just like, broke his nose and didn't even punch him in the face
0: <laughs> (laughs) I did something similar when I was in elementary and it wasn't like, um, I wasn't trying to fuck this guy up and it wasn't bodies either. He just got on my nerves. He was always picking on me and shit. wait, no, no, no. This wasn't elementary. I'm lying. This was seventh grade, but I had it, dude. I finally fucking had it. And one day when he came over to my table in the cafeteria, he fucking tried to grab my tray and launch it. Like he had it and he clipped his fingers under it and he pushed it just enough for me to be like, nope. And I caught it. And he just laughed at me. And as he's walking away, dude, I fucking lifted this tray up. Boom. Right over the head, dude. I fucked up his ear. I fucked up like his brace. It went through his cheek and into the skin of my fucking knuckle. Cause I fucked him up after that, dude. And he never messed with me again. (laughs) I wasn't trying to hurt him, but I just saw red and I was like, yeah, dude, I'm going to kill you. (laughs) Um, But damn, bro. We hit the end of the road though. I think I, I think we might've went over a little bit, but I had fun. I know we didn't really talk about much that was productive. I still had fun, though. Um, thanks, guys, for listening. As always, thank you for checking out the page. Thank you for interacting with us on the group. Um, if you like what you heard here and you would like to check out a ton more of these useless episodes, you got to go to the homepage. That is the great girth podcast.com. Again, that is the great girth podcast.com. I am Tony here with my buddy Austin, Austin Sir. I'll see you on Friday. Adios.